my number one tip for Black Friday is use push notifications. Why? Well, traffic is usually higher uh, than usual uh, come Black Friday. So a problem that you have is many visitors will come to your website. They won't make a purchase. They won't sign up for an account. So you don't have their details to retarget them at some point in the future. So what you can do is you can activate push notifications where you can collect permissions and then you can retarget them with campaigns such as like, for example, back in stock, price drop, last visited products. And all these are based on their user behavior. So you could get them, for example, on their browser through push notifications or via mobile. So it's a really good way of getting uh, those permissions and retargeting those people at some point in the future with very personalized push notifications. On average, Segmentify customers generate about 2% of their revenue comes through push notification. And it works really well, especially when you have a very loyal fan base. Use the information you do have um, to make sure your site is ready. Um, we know, you know, we know Black Friday and Cyber Monday exist. Uh, we, we've gone through it many years before, but obviously the world is very different this year. So we also know what lockdown looked like the first time around. Use that data as well as last year's data and your best forecasts in terms of what you think peak is going to look like, knowing where digital engagement is, um, to set up your site, test your site in the most realistic way possible and, and push it push it to its limits so that if you see that traffic uplift, you're in a position to succeed um, and, and take the revenue, maximize the revenue that, um, that these consumers want to spend. Um, beyond that, we know digital engagement is going to be here to stay. There's the threat of another lockdown or local lockdowns. So um, bake this process in ongoing around your releases, around change, um, prepare for the unexpected. What happens if we lock down again? Uh, what happens around you know, influencer spikes, which we saw a lot of during lockdown? Uh, those unknown demands on the site that can, you know, can, can bring a site down or, or cause performance degradation. Um, plan for those as well. Um, they're becoming less unprecedented. So make sure you're setting yourself up to succeed. When looking at past Black Fridays, I think it's fair to say that some businesses appear to be more lucky than others when it comes to the engagement that they see from their customers and the level of success that comes from those engagements. Now, there was a Hispanic Roman philosopher called Seneca, and Seneca said that luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And whilst making your own luck isn't guaranteed, in my experience, it's those brands that take the time to consider and prepare for Black Friday who are also those that reap the benefits compared to those who just try and hope for the best, who have a tendency to miss the huge opportunities that Black Friday can bring. So in my opinion, what you need to be doing is thinking about every aspect of your customer journeys from those initial on-site engagements and your marketing uh, to delivery and returns in order to consider the different behaviors that could be displayed around Black Friday by your customers and how those behaviors potentially will impact upon those journeys.
Let me give you an example. So instead of blitzing your customers with um, an email offering at the very, very last minute, consider that those emails might get lost in a sea of other Black Friday marketing material that's going to hit your customer's inbox, be it from your direct competitors or just other brands in general. If you're going to promote an offer, do it early enough to try and engage them first ahead of all those other tempting offers to spend their money elsewhere. And the same applies for every single step along your customer journey. Consider whether or not your website's technical performance will be able to cope with a sudden spike of inbound traffic. What's your strategy going to be to ensure that you promote the right products on site constantly and that valuable real estate isn't displaying those low margin or even worse, unavailable all of a sudden items? How are you going to attempt to re-engage customers who abandon checkout before they go and spend their money elsewhere? Can your distribution channels cope with an increased workload when it comes to picking and packing, etc, etc, etc? A customer who receives a poor experience with you at any time may seek out alternative brands to shop with. But the Black Friday period in particular has a track record of highlighting the weaknesses of brands. So it's absolutely crucial to take the time to prepare for it by examining your end-to-end -end customer journeys to see whether or not those capabilities that support them are going to stand up to any changing customer behaviours that might be different to what you'd normally expect to see and hopefully increase your luck. I have a marketing mantra, which is that a promotion exists to get the customer to do what you want them to do as cheaply as possible. And never is that more important than when it comes to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It's really tempting to follow the herd and run a two week promotion where you take 20% off the whole website for all customer groups. That's probably not the right idea for your business. If it is, all power to you, go and do it. But for me, any promotion starts with what we're trying to get the customer to do. So is the most important thing at the moment for you that you want to get new customers to buy? If that's what you're trying to do, then put the best offers in front of the new customer lists and put them easy, make them as easy as possible to redeem and put them on your best selling products. If what you're trying to do is to, is you know you, you haven't got enough stock for this Christmas, so you don't really want to give much, then just do it over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Just run it for four days and then focus the discounts on your existing customer base. So maybe you say in the weeks coming up to it, want to get our Black Friday, Cyber Monday offers, then you need to be on our email list. So you're giving, you're, you're increasing the number of people on your email list. So therefore you've got something great out of this whole promotional period and maybe what you're going to do if you've not got much stock and you're you know you're struggling you don't want to give much margin away is that you're going to do limited stock volumes we've got a hundred of this at 50 percent off or we've got just 20 of this one at 10 percent off deals go live at 2 p.m each day if you're going to do that, make sure you've got someone around to check it's all right and that you've got the customer services team fully briefed etc. The other thing I would say is that um, think about your customer segmentation, who gets what message, think about how much you're willing to give away and think about what products you're giving it away. And if you're really stuck for ideas, then try a couple of exclusive Black Friday bundles where you put key products together to create a discount, which means people are spending lots, but they're still getting a great deal. So consider that a promotion exists to get the customer to do what you want them to do as cheaply as possible. So think about what the customer, what you want the customer to do 
and how you're going to get them to do that without giving all your margin away? Um, for, for three things I'm going to share with you. So I think, first of all, um, you can never ever prepare. I, that's, that, that is one thing I've learned over the years with Black Friday. You have to be really, really on the ball in every part of your business. So you need to be testing your traffic, you know, where you think the traffic's going to be coming from. Test your promotions, make sure they're, they're, they're tip top and you've got the user experience and navigation right for that. Make sure you've got the right inventory, um, et cetera. Um, it's, it's so important you have that. One, one, one piece of advice uh, I would give is, is that if you're not doing it already, start from the beginning of November, daily meetings. Uh, every department together. So um, e-commerce, uh, digital marketing, um, brand marketing, operations, customer service, IT, every day, 15 minutes uh, on Zoom, um, have a have a 15 minute stand up where you where you where you you, you, you talk about the pre your preparedness. And, and as you go into the actual selling period, looking at where there are issues and things that need to get done because it's so much easier for everybody to know what's happening on a regular basis. Short, sharp meetings, um, sense of action, really important. Um, second piece of advice, if you haven't considered this already, is, is, is how do you make your customer, your customer proposition during Black Friday and, and, and Cyber Monday COVID friendly? I think it's really important uh, at the moment that you, that you really consider that because it's, it, the, the, there's gonna be much fewer, if, if any, Black Friday promotions in stores. Um, it's all going to be online and, and there's going to be a concern about first the customer of where it's getting delivered, how it's being delivered. Um, it's going to be for gifting. A lot of, it's going to be a lot more gifting, I think, this year than there was previously. So what can you do there from a customer position to make that more useful to the customer? Can you say that it's going to be an extended delay of, of delivery or offer that as an opportunity there so that, that um, it's, it's more in the customer's hands of when it gets delivered, um, you know? because obviously there are concerns about that. And the other side of this is, is your internal warehouse staff. It's going to be really busy there. You know, what can, what can be done there and, and talked about to the customer that we are, we are looking after our staff and while we will get you your product, um, please, be, please be patient as we, as we look after our staff too. I think getting that across, the best brands will get that across there. Uh, and they have been doing, to be fair. And then the final thing is, um, especially this year more than other is, expect the unexpected um there's a there's a there's an acronym vuca uh, which is about the times we live in which is we're in a time of volatility uncertainty complexity and, and ambiguity and, and that's where we're at right now um there is no right answer at the moment and um, there is experience but there is no right answer for a lot of things um so be prepared to react don't always stick to your guns there'll be some there'll be some things there that you might need to do and react to very quickly you might need to start your black friday earlier extend it for longer shift your promotions if they're not working um there's there's, there's a lot of things there that you're going to need to be be ready for um so i hope that helps um and best of luck through um what is sure to be a very busy and, and very different peak season as we're only a few weeks away now from black friday Probably a bit too late to be doing major changes. You may be in cold freeze. So I would suggest looking around content and supporting your marketing campaigns that you currently have. For example, a lot of people this year will be shopping online for the first time with a lot of retail closed. So if you have returns policies, make sure you tell people what they are. A lot of people are hesitant to buy online because they don't know the process or the terms for returns, if it's easy, if it's free, etc. So if you have return policies you want to shout about, Tell, tell people. So try and get some content onto your product pages or the checkout or the cart or wherever it can support the sale. Returns policies and this sort of reassurance has a huge impact on conversion rates. Also, to support the existing marketing campaign you're already doing on your website, on your website or web store, try and get as 
your user base built up. This is an opportunity now to collect people's information, get consent and retarget in future. And finally, if you have other schedule campaigns ahead, for example, Cyber Monday, Christmas, January, Boxing Day, Stevens Day, whatever it is in, in the short to medium term, try and let people know that they should be coming back to look at this in the future and ideally try and get their consent so you can remind them. And Black Friday is, of course, a huge topic for many of our clients. I think one of the biggest challenges during this time of the year is just setting yourself apart from the, the competition. The main draw for consumers during Black Friday and Cyber Monday is always going to be price. But with everyone slashing their pricing, it's, it's quite difficult to differentiate yourself. Uh, and the key to doing so is by providing a compelling product experience when consumers land on your page. So one tip that I would give and something that I talk about a lot is, is putting yourself in your customer's shoes when launching new products. So in the absence of your consumer being able to touch and feel your product, the information that you're providing them is all they have in terms of aiding their decision to purchase or not. And the Black Friday discounts have, have most likely already been decided within your organization. But before you launch that promotion, look through the product data and, and make sure the experience is still strong. Can the customer immediately tell whether or not this product is the right one for them? Are we just giving them the basic technical information or are we going a step further and helping them visualize how this product could benefit them? Uh, an easy example is when you're purchasing a, a fridge freezer. Many of the, the product listings state the, uh, the size and dimensions, the energy grade certificates, but not everyone can immediately translate what, for example, a 130 litre fridge would actually mean in terms of actual storage. Help them with that. Will it store enough food for their family of four for the week? If it's a grade A, uh, grade A energy certificate, how much money does that actually save them per year versus a lower grade? When we start to incorporate this experience, what we're actually doing is enabling the customer to make a purchasing decision immediately. Now, if they don't have this information, you're leaving the door open for them to continue their research elsewhere and therefore opening the door for your competition. So that would be my tip is, is to put yourself in the customer's shoes and, and make sure that all of the information is there at their fingertips. I am going to share one tip for any e-commerce brand out there that is trying to have a very successful and good Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend coming into the holiday season. Um, my simple piece of advice is keep it simple. You don't need to have a thousand different discounts on your website with a bunch of different things that are going on sale at different times or keeping it super complicated. What we've found works really well for us is just having two items on the site. One that's brand new and super unique and just a strong solo item at a fair price. That's like a normal price item, but only available on Black Friday. And then the other one is a big bundle option where it's some of our best selling stuff like in different styles or colors, but stuff that we know people want having some variety that's at a really good deal, but they're spending more than what they normally would do. So rather than getting a single item at a discount, they're getting multiple items at a discount, but they're still spending more than what your average order would be. So they're basically, you're getting a lot more customers that are placing orders that are larger than your normal daily average or your average um, cart size. So that's my piece of advice. Keep it simple, single item that's just at a good price that's exclusive and then having a good bundle option where you get a bunch of stuff, the Black Friday super pack where they get some of your best selling, coolest stuff that's either limited edition or unique in some way. Um, so they end up spending more than they actually would on a normal order, but they're getting good value on their end, but then you're getting that larger sale. That's a quick way to wake up to 20K in sales uh, on Black Fridays.
Hey there, I'm Josh Boone of Pure Web Results. I'm a marketing consultant that works with e-commerce teams. Um, the three things I think I would probably recommend the most is uh, everyone likes to tend to talk about the big fancy campaigns that you can run and all these like really cool, big sweeping, impressive things. But I would actually say on the opposite end of the spectrum, be kind of mindful of uh, is the timing actually right to do that? Um, a lot of times, particularly with startups, DTC startups that maybe just got their seed around, you know, Q2, Q3, whatever, and they want to ramp everything up. I know it's really attractive to want to make a big splash with Black Friday holiday sales and all that stuff. But I really caution to, to really take a step back and think about, is this the right time? I see startups burn through capital uh, w way too fast and they burn through their one way and they're trying to make a big splash. But the thing is, is you got to think about how all these larger brands, the Amazons, Patagonias, whatever the world have been have been running ads for years and basically have them really, really dialed in. And they've been testing things all throughout the year. Your competitors have been testing things. They spent a lot of money on it. And now they are about to run all of them and you're testing. Not a good spot. Uh, you, the CPCs are going to be through the roof. Uh, your CPAs are going to be artificially inflated. And it's really put setting you up for to not to do very well, uh, you know, just kind of testing things and figuring things out while everyone is running everything that's super dialed in and optimized and they already know the works. Uh, I would really caution that. I've seen so many brands just run through their runway and it's really kind of just just had a, a detrimental effect to, to morale and a lot of other things. It would probably be better just to be a little bit more scrappy, do a little bit more experimental testing on, on a low, low key level, get all your stuff dialed in, get through the holidays as the ramp up, you know, February, March, people start like buying again. That's when you start testing and getting things. It, you know, if, if you have a, a, you know, burning through everything on black Friday and, and whatever else, or having the runway to make sure that you can sustainably grow, I would always recommend going that route. Um, the second thing is, is there are things that you can do that don't really require a lot of spend that, that are kind of low hanging fruit. Um, I, well, what are areas across that if you already have traction, you already have audiences coming in, like let's say for example, the blog, um, you know, what, what are areas across the website that you can optimize the UX to convert better um, with the blog traffic with a lot of these brands I work with, like they have no messaging on their, 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 their blog at all. And like one brand in particular uh, last year, they had millions of people coming in through the blog and they're just leaving. And when we did exit surveys, people didn't even know it was an e-commerce brand because it was just blog title, blog, and then footer. Um, they were just leaving and bouncing. And these were people that had no awareness of the brand. So what we did was put two little modules uh, on the on the site, uh, on the blog. Uh, one was, hey, this is you know a little messaging block. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is the impact we've had, yada, yada. The second one was just, hey, based on this, the blog post, you might like these types of products that we had. And that was just tagging that they already were doing for blog tagging and product tagging. It was just linking those together and it pulled it in. Their dev did that in like two days. Uh, and they they immediately got sales from it. The, their blog previously, they were thinking about shutting it down. Their blog wasn't converting at all. Uh, it was costing them money. And it, they were getting thousands of dollars of sales literally overnight just by making that change. It was pretty pretty drastic. So what can you do across the site to kind of implement those, those tiny little hacks um, to, to help convert? Then the third thing is on a much more personal basis, just take it easy. Don't burn out. It's so easy with all this stress to kill yourself. And, and the one advice I would give on a personal level is like, you have to protect the asset. So take care of yourself. So have an awesome rest of your, your year and uh, stay safe.
And I want to share a few tips today of how merchants can ensure success during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday and Singles Day period. Now, all of those days have produced significant numbers over the years, with 10 billion US dollars being processed in the first hour across Singles Day. Now, in recent times, Adyen have seen 50% increase in global volume across Black Friday and Cyber Monday, while still maximising uptime and stability. Now, there's a few real key points that I want to share around optimising checkout to ensure merchant success during this period. And the first is your checkout has to be device responsive. In previous years, we've seen up to 80% of all traffic coming from mobile devices. You have to offer the relevant payment methods to support shoppers in each region. Now, whether your shopper's coming from the Netherlands and wants to pay via Ideal or from China and wants to pay via WeChat and Alipay. Now, you've got to be able to store card details to ensure return shoppers have a seamless experience when they do shop again. And we think you've got to remove a lot of the unnecessary redirects. Where 3DS1 is a redirect to the shopper's issuing bank, whereas 3DS2, you're registering your credentials with the merchant and therefore no redirect is needed. Now, that's just a few ways of how we think you can optimise your checkout to ensure success during this period. The most important thing that you need to worry about for Black Friday slash Cyber Monday, in my opinion, is knowing your credit card limits and your credit card uh, charges from your bank. And the reason why I say this is during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you can potentially be spending up to, you know, anywhere between 50 to 100K a day. And a lot of these platforms, such as Facebook, charge you every uh, $900 or every $1,500. And what we've seen before from previous years is after a certain amount of charges, your bank statement or your credit card will deny the charge. And then Facebook will actually pause or Google ads will actually pause your campaigns and they might restrict you from advertising. So this is something that you need to be thinking about and calling your banks and credit card statements, credit card companies ahead of time. That way, the, that way this doesn't happen to you. Um, so that's what I think is probably one of the most important things to do, especially when you spend on, on spending a lot of money. I've been asked to share my opinion on what's the most important thing for brands to consider as we come up to um, Cyber Monday and Black Friday. And I would say that it is to make sure that you have your ratings and reviews sorted out. We did a survey of 3,700 odd online grocery shoppers and overall they read reviews more than three out of four times and that goes up when you look at categories such as pet baby and beauty so we found that um, at least 30 reviews per SKU is optimal um, and they have to be on that specific SKU they have to be recent authentic and from a verified purchase because people trust online reviews as much as they trust their friend's recommendation so it's really critically important that as people do research what they're going to buy in a time that comes up to um, this uh, this online event that you have your ratings and reviews sorted out and then if you're asking me with my life coach hat on then I would say from a consumer point of view make sure you would have bought that anyway and you're not swayed because it's Black Friday or Cyber Monday, think about do I really need this or um, is this purchase actually trying to solve a problem that has nothing to do with the, uh, the product that you're buying. 
Hi, everybody. My name is Sarah Arthrell, and I'm Global Director of Product Marketing here at BrightPearl, a digital operations platform built for retail. And I'm here to spend a few minutes talking about how you can best prepare for this year's Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Now, I think we all can agree that it has been a pretty wild few months in the world of e-commerce and can assume that this year's Black Friday, Cyber Monday will likely be equally crazy. But I want to talk about how this really represents a weekend of opportunity that can quite literally change the entire trajectory of your brand. Now, when it comes to Bright Pearl's recommendation, I'm going to talk to you about a topic that you're probably pretty familiar with, which is about perfecting the customer experience. But I'm going to pay specific attention to discussing this with regards to what happens after a customer hits the buy button. For instance, did they even get the right product that they ordered? And if they need to return this product, how cumbersome and manual is your returns process? Or did you miss a promised delivery window because it took too long for your fulfillment team to get the order out the door? A really good place for you to check yourself on any of those areas is your online reviews. Now, did you know that 77% of online reviews that are designated as poor, so anywhere from one to three stars, are actually related to issues that happen in the back office after that customer hits the buy button. Now, what I say that stat because it's important to recognize that poor reviews aren't just attributed to your product, but also that experience post-purchase. I'm gonna throw another stat your way, which is 92% of consumers actually look at online reviews before they make a purchase. So this isn't just about winning a deal during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but also creating an experience that has customers coming back and buying from you again and again. Now, if figuring out this process is overwhelming, you are not alone, but this is exactly what Bright Pearl is built for. As a digital operations platform, we help you manage things like your inventory and your sales orders, prep for demand planning, all backed by powerful workflow automation. If you want to learn more about how Bright Pearl can help you navigate Black Friday, Cyber Monday, as well as just normal business, check out our website at brightpearl.com. Thanks, everybody. My piece of advice for what e-commerce brands should do in preparation for Black Friday and Cyber Monday is to make your buyer the hero of the story you're telling. Don't focus on the product or your company focus on your buyer your customer is the hero of your brand story it all boils down to your one-liner you can create your one-liner with an easy template what problem your customer faces what solution you offer and the results your solution brings so problem solution results uh, for example here's my one-liner most company leaders struggle to communicate clearly what it is they offer. I offer brand messaging and content creation so that companies create clarity, spark interaction, and ignite their business. Refine your one-liner and you will win this holiday season. Now, what makes this event especially critical this year is everything that's going on in the background. So. Um, we have e-commerce sales uh, running at least 20% upon the year and sometimes significantly more than that. 
uh, and last year it took uh, you know 1.5 billion so it could easily be 2 billion uh, this year not only that but we've uh, it's also uh, payday uh, on the 27th of November which is always a good sign for the Black Friday event so um, we've got all kinds of things going on because of the pandemic um, uh, demand uh, for fulfillment and warehousing and couriers is at an all-time high and uh, most of those haven't um, um, kept up pace uh, with demand. Uh, there's talk about further lockdowns, uh, which is likely to increase e-commerce participations to uh, uh, greater levels. Um, there's been an awful lot of disruption to the supply chain, so supply uh, in lots of areas will not meet demand. So you're going to have uh, retailers with uh, a lot of understocks on best-selling products and overstocks uh, on uh, less wanted products. Um, and there is also uh, supply issues in terms of getting repeats in, etc., on overperformance. Um, so that's all likely to lead to overstocks and scarcity. Um, meanwhile, um, because of the uh, lack of uh, fulfillment uh, supply, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure and a lot of talk in the media about shopping earlier from Christmas, uh, all of which really points to um, uh, Black Friday being not only crucial, but uh, probably the biggest uh, Black Friday uh, that we've ever seen. So what should you do? Um, hints and tips. Uh, well, the first thing uh, to say is it's all about preparation. Don't wing it. Um, uh, and what should you be looking at? Well, you should be looking at the, um, the details of the event, maybe drawing up a few options depending on how trading goes, uh, making sure that uh, you can uh, make profitability uh, from that Black Friday sale. So taking the right amount of markdown off the right kinds of things, uh, modelling uh, the different scenarios, etc. Then from the estimates that you uh, produce, uh, coming up with some kind of uh, estimate in terms of demand, making sure that your warehouses and your supply chain can cope with that, that you have enough inventory to match that demand, uh, that the plans uh, and the hooks uh, are all um, um, uh, shared within the business. So marketing know what they're talking uh, about, if you've got shops, uh, they're talking about the same things uh, as online, so you get that, you know, seamless customer uh, journey regardless of channel. Uh, and then you need to be speaking to your uh, courier providers because if you haven't booked it now, you may not get it. Um, so uh, that is uh, essential. Um, you need to review your site, uh, uh, make sure it's optimized in terms of speed and in terms of capacity. Uh, you need to look at your digital marketing plan uh, and really focus on those big volume sellers uh, during that period. I would really consider extending the uh, period of Black Friday for uh, as long as you feel prudent, really to flatten out that peak of demand because otherwise that Friday could be something that you can't fulfill. Um, you need to make sure that you manage customer expectations uh, with regard to delivery times uh, and uh, you know expected speed of delivery uh, and also scale up your customer service to deal with uh, all the potential uh, issues that uh, arise. So um, 
I would also think about uh, making sure you're segmenting your email plan, uh, uh, really targeting uh, the right kind of products or the right kind of people. Uh, you're using personalization on your e-commerce site as well as your marketing uh, uh, to make sure you're also uh, upselling and cross-selling uh, with regards to uh, uh, products. Uh, don't forget Cyber Monday. Uh, that's very important. Um, you need to make sure that you are... Um, um, uh, planning all your titles in advance, uh, looking at your returns policy uh, to make sure that uh, people can buy it and still return it after Christmas as if it's for presents. Uh, you need to make sure you're using social proofing like urgency uh, to really highlight uh, to the customer where they really need to buy now. Um, uh, and overall, using social media uh, and emails beforehand to, to create that hype. Uh, of what kind of deals uh, they could expect to see uh, in um, in your Black Friday events. Uh, so that's a quick snapshot uh, of my hints and tips with regards to uh, Black Friday. Um, I hope your planning uh, uh, is going well uh, and you can incorporate some of them into, uh, into your events uh, and make sure that... Um, uh, in those two weeks, it's all hands on deck. First, make sure you give the best user experience that you possibly can so that you don't have to only compete on price. So for example, site stability, simple user journeys, and make sure you meet your customer SLAs such as delivery times. If things do go wrong, then don't be afraid to tell customers that. They will appreciate any kind of updates. So for example, use your social media channels just to let them know that you're working on things and, and it will be solved soon. And thirdly, make sure that when it's over, you do a post-mortem so that you learn for next year about what went well, what went badly. Overall, I would say that you can never plan too much for these kind of things. So if you haven't already started to plan, then I would make sure you start straight away. Here are my top three recommendations for e-commerce merchants in preparation for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Number one, start early and build up your funnel. Use email marketing or channel marketing to generate sales leads. Number two, Prepare your supply chain, avoid stuckouts, and choose your fulfillment partner wisely to have a live inventory sync. Number three, be creative. Generate bundles or gift ideas to have your brand awareness among your end users. Hey, this is Steven from Needle Movement, and today I'll share a few holiday marketing insights. Um, and I only got two minutes, so gonna go pretty quickly. You know, first off, expect this holiday season from a marketing's perspective to be the longest ever. Just started with Amazon Prime Day. It's gonna go through the end of the year and it's it's gonna be front-loaded. I, I just get the sense that by the second week of December, a lot of people will have already done their shopping because there's not, shipping carriers are scared and no one wants to guarantee delivery by Christmas. So you're not gonna see the type of free shipping deadlines that we've seen in the past or free shipping offers and promotions. But I think the main message is for a holiday season, find ways to stand out. Use a different marketing channel than you normally have done or a different message because we know the template for holiday season for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You know, we know that sales are gonna happen that day. We know there are gonna be big sales. We know that our email inboxes are gonna be flooded and that there's gonna be a lot of paid media out there. So how do we stand out? You know, first off with email, I love email, but I get a little concerned about Black Friday where there's 25 different messages with sale in them. 
which just muddies the waters completely. A way to stand out is SMS, Facebook Messenger, because these new channels, they're widely adopted, but by less than 10% of companies. So you can slide in and get your message through because there's less competition. Also think of different messaging. You know, like people get bored of sales, like, you know, 30% off, 40% off. An idea is to do a sale with heart. Partner with a charity, and if you offer 20% off, say we're gonna take 20% off and we're gonna give it to this charity that we believe in strongly. And those types of campaigns are very effective for conversions and acquisitions. And what's great is people will remember your brand because not as many brands are doing this type of approach. And finally, it's not written into law that the only time you can have a sale is the week of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. A lot of brands now are just getting ahead of the calendar two weeks, three weeks, and doing sales at their own cadence. I mean, 2020 is a blank slate. Take advantage of it. My advice is get the basics right. Study your analytics data. Focus on your landing pages. Where, where are people arriving to on your site? You know, think, think about first-time visitors. What are they going to see when they arrive? You, you've only got a few seconds to impress. So if you're planning on running some promotions, make sure they're clearly visible. If, if some of your popular landing pages are product pages, then make sure you have things like upsells and related products visible. You know, we, we want our users to continue that engagement. Which leads me on to my number one must get right, and that is search. Do not take search for granted. Don't assume it's working fine. Test it. You know, look at the data behind search. In, in Magento land, we call that search terms. You know, it doesn't matter what e-commerce platform you have, you should be able to study this data. Um, are some of your search terms returning zero results, for example? Is, is that correct? That, that might suggest your synonyms or expansions need tweaking. And, and please try to avoid um, a search no results page with nothing on it. You know, at least try to show um, a promotion banner or what's trending right now product recommendations carousel. Pay particular attention to your most popular search terms because these are probably revenue generating. You know, are the first five or six products being returned correct? You know, the search engine will rank products based on relevance. Some search tools give you a little bit more freedom with the ranking process. So you might be able to promote certain products to the top, regardless of their search ranking result. So it's all about marginal gains. You know, collectively, e-commerce is massive and, and can seem very daunting. But for something like search, break it down into smaller elements. Look at the data and, and hopefully You'll, you'll find some tweaks and improvements. In summary, with more effective landing pages and search, you'll have a better customer experience, an improved user journey, and with a bit of Irish luck, higher conversion rates. In three words, attract, engage, convert. Black Friday sales and Christmas this year, um, I think it's going to be slightly different. 2020 has seen exponential growth um, in the e-commerce industry, and I think it's only set to, to sort of take off even further in the next two months. 
So what what should we be thinking about um, during this this period but just beforehand? Um, you know, make sure your back office systems are, are in check. So anything that can be integrated um, and automated, if you can can look to, to do that, I would highly recommend it. So it's all about getting that data from, you know, your marketplace or your e-commerce platform uh, through to your your warehouse essentially so they can pick and pack and send and send that item out as quickly as possible speed's going to be everything this year so um yeah definitely have your back office um in house if you're only e-commerce maybe look to include an additional marketplace um or a couple of additional marketplaces to make sure your products listed in multiple on multiple areas uh, make sure you're getting the best out of your current website by utilising a solution like Segmentify, who can actually really help you boost the revenue um, from the visits you get from your website. And of course, make sure you use multiple carriers. Um, this year, we've seen carriers overwhelmed um, with the volume uh, e-commerce has generated. So make sure if um, you know you are going to use uh, parcel carriers, make sure you have lots of options available for the particular services you want to offer.